becoming so aware of the expansion and magnificence of your own soul self. That's really important because by sitting in that power, staying in that power, that's how we communicate to the spirit world. That's how we become aware of other spirit beings around us. Welcome to Intuition Unleashed, a revolution in personal liberation. The go-to podcast that helps you access intuitive guidance combined with mental health and spirituality. Let your intuition guide you and unlock a life of true liberation. And now your host, Beck Nelson. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of my podcast, Intuition Unleashed, a revolution in personal liberation. Today, I am so excited to have a guest from, how do we say it, across the pond. This is Anne Teato. I'm so excited to have Anne. Anne is a intuit and spiritual medium and has done her bio. I'm reading through her bio, so impressive. And I'm like, I don't even know how to say this all in one thing. She has done teaching and learning all over the place. She has trained at various colleges throughout the UK and also some in the US and has several certifications in past life regressions and mediumship. And Anne is also an author. And she is also the she's also done her does her own podcast called the Psychic Matters Podcast, which is where I found her. So I'm so excited to introduce without further delay my guest Anne Teato. Anne, thank you for coming here today. Oh, thank you for having me. It's so lovely to be here. I just love that accent. I could just listen to that forever. Um, I'm sure you get that a lot. So welcome to the podcast. Uh, t- specifically today, I heard about one of your episodes that was on spiritual assessments. Now, that's something that we don't do a whole lot here in the U.S. So I, I know you have so many topics that you can talk about, and I'd love to have you come on again to talk about all those because I think that they're fascinating and you're fascinating. So I wanted to specifically talk today about spiritual assessments. And, you know, we do have these seven questions in seven minutes, which we never stick to because there's so many great things that you can talk about. So can we start and just kind of give me a little bit about who you are, um, a little bit about uh, spiritual assessments and the floor is yours. Oh, Beck, how lovely. Thank you very much indeed. Um, Hello to all your listeners as well. Thank you very much for listening. It's uh, lovely to be on this wonderful podcast. I'm a spiritual medium and a psychic. That's who I am. And I also teach. I do a lot of teaching. I teach online a lot of my own classes. And I also teach for the College of Psychic Studies in London in person and online. I teach for the Sir Arthur Conan Doyle Centre in Edinburgh. And I teach for Tony Stockwell's Soul Space. And I'm currently training. We're all training, I think, at some point, no matter whether we're at the beginning of our journey or perhaps a little more advanced, but I continually train all the time, trying to learn the next thing. Um, you know, My passion is pushing forward the boundaries of human consciousness. So I'm constantly, what is it I want to learn next? So I've done a lot of training with the Spiritualists National Union to really explore mediumship. And I'm very proud to hold a certificate. I'm a certificate holder there uh, for demonstrating mediumship and inspired speaking. And I have just been doing my training for their teacher training because I have my eye on being a tutor at the Arthur Findlay College, which is the world's foremost college for the study of psychic science. 
And one day, maybe, <laughs> if the stars align, I might get to be a tutor there one day. Thank you for bringing that up, because I think a lot of people in the U.S. are not aware of the Arthur Finley College. But yeah. they actually have degrees in um, mediumship, et cetera, in spiritual studies there. They don't have degrees in it. They have their oh. own. Anybody can go and train at the Arthur Finney College. And I, anybody listening, I, I beg you to go. Honestly, you would have such a beautiful time. You can study online as well if you can't afford to fly across uh, to the UK. But it's the most incredible college with the world's best teachers in it, to be fair. The tuition that you get there and the and the support that you get um, for your development and to explore your personal mediumship because everybody's mediumship is so different and you will get incredible support there for for what you want to do and they do all kinds of different courses it's not just mediumship purely they are a college for psych the study of psychic sciences so you can go there's lots of different courses there studying uh, the world of psychic say for instance all kinds of different things go on there all through the year it's multinational so there are courses that run in different languages. If if English is not your first language, and why should it be these days? <laughs> that so many different languages they will teach in, and um, and also like I say, classes online. So yeah, how long have they been around? The uh, oh, now that's a good question. The college. I wonder if it was 1964, something like that. Please don't hold me to that. It's shocking that I don't know when. <laughs> I just know that J. Arthur Findlay, who's the gentleman whose home it was, it's a beautiful old manor house in the middle of the UK countryside. And it's very convenient because it's fairly close to Stansted Airport, so you can fly straight in and get a cab to the college. Um, but he passed away, I believe, in 1964, and he left his home to the Spiritualists National Union for the specific purpose of advancing psychic science. And that's why we are so lucky to have this college in the world. Wow. And also tell me a little bit about the where you hold your certificate from. So it's the Spiritualists National Union. That's that's the certificate that I hold, the certificate holder in demonstrating mediumship and inspired speaking. And the Spiritualist National Union International, which is snui.org, is a fantastic resource for any of your listeners. It costs perhaps £25 to join as a member. And from that point on, you get all your classes for free for a year. So it's incredibly cheap with incredibly good tuition. And it's open to anyone across the world. And again, it's international. So they have classes for every different time zone across the globe. So if you're over in PST, EST, AEDT, wherever you may be in the world, there's a time zone with a class on just for you. Wow. Well, you certainly have an impressive resume, and so um, can you tell us a little bit about uh, your podcast, and then specifically we can talk about spiritual assessments and who you serve? Yeah, sure, of course. Thank you very much for asking about my podcast. It's called Psychic Matters. It's been going for three years. It's doing very well. It's wonderful. I interview uh, guests world experts in their field. So I interview people such as Tony Stockwell, others, etc., cetera, uh, who are top of their game in what they're teaching and what 
they spec that they specifically are passionate about. I've had people on who have, have talked talked about love. I've had people on who talked about the psychic world. Sometimes I do solo episodes, but the mission is to bring expert guidance to those people who don't have tuition in the countries in which they live. That is why I do my podcast because years ago when I was starting out, I was a single parent with two small children. I had no support, no family around, no finance. So I couldn't, when things started to happen around me, like I was seeing shadow people and um, airports and things like this in my house, it was a little unnerving because I didn't understand it. Now I find it very exciting, but then it was a little unnerving and I needed tuition and I couldn't go because I couldn't leave my children. I didn't have the finance. So all these years later, I set up my podcast for people like me then uh, who want the access to excellent tuition uh, for free. And why should we not have it for free? So there we are. That's why I do it. I love that. That's always where you find the people that have the, the most amazing service because you can understand that they're providing it from something that they needed themselves and are now able to give a hand up to the person yeah, behind right. them. That's I love right. That. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Thank you. And when I found you, actually a friend of mine forwarded um, the information about your podcast to me because I've been fascinated by the idea of spiritual assessments and there's not a lot of information about that here or even direction on how to uh, mentorship about how to provide them. So can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. Of course I can. So spiritual assessments are specifically for people who are setting off on or are somewhere along the path of spiritual development, either as a medium or a psychic. And when somebody comes to me for a spiritual assessment, they will sit down in front of me and it's a psychic reading essentially. So I'll be using my intuition to feel into and my soul to feel into the soul of the person sitting opposite me as you are now back across Zoom. And I will feel into their auric field and I will specifically be looking at, for me, when I do my spiritual assessments. I look at where they are right now. I always look at the present, what's going on for that person spiritually. So you can become aware of, you can look back into their childhood. When did they first become aware of the spirit world? What problems stand in their way right now? Where are they feeling a lack of confidence? Where? What are they really enjoying? What are they really passionate about? So you can feel into whether this person is really interested in trans mediumship, say, for instance, or whether this person started off reading cards and now they're really wanting to do astrology or they want to do spirit art, whatever it may be, you can feel into them, highlight the things they've already experienced. So sometimes if they've had not so good experience in a development circle or something like that, you could pick that up. And then, so you highlight the things that they found challenging, the things that they're stuck on, and you have a look into their soul's promise, what their soul came here to achieve and do and um, express in the world. And then you offer, well, I offer them different paths to take. So say, for instance, if I pick up 
on somebody who wants to be a trance medium, then I would recommend certain teachers that I know are very, very good and very, very qualified in that area. Go and do a course with this person, have a look at this website, read this book, uh, try this experience, join this class, try that workshop. It's all things like that. And sometimes you might feel into their spirit team as well and see if they're they are aware of their spirit team around them and the sort of things that their spirit team might be advising them right now. So you're working in conjunction with their spirit guides, et cetera. So it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a beautiful way to work and people are getting a lot out of it. So. You know, I, what I really love about what you're saying is that I feel like when, like, even if I just go with my own personal journey and I make appointments with somebody to kind of get some of that information, like, um, it, people always use the term supposed to, what am, who am I supposed to be? What work am I supposed to be doing? And obviously that's what I said in the beginning, because everybody tells me, well, you're not supposed to be doing anything. It's what yeah. you're, you know, it's, we have free will. So um, you're, you do what, what lights you up and what you want to do. So when you go for a reading with somebody, that's always the answer is you're not supposed to be doing anything. And so maybe we need to change that question a little bit of, and say, you know, what has my soul done in previous lifetimes or what's my path or what do you see lighting me up? That's a different way to ask it because I think uh, it's frustrating to have readings with people and not get any of those answers. It's like, well, what do you want to do? Like, well, I, I don't need to come to you for a reading to see what I want to do. I know what, you know, what I like, but it's more, I guess that question maybe should be a little bit different. Can you speak to that a little bit? Yeah, that's interesting. I think, I think we always know, actually, deep down inside, we just need the affirmation from somebody else uh, that they might confirm what we already feel and sort of know, but just needed somebody else to say it or give us permission to or acknowledge it within us. And it's all there. You can pick it up in somebody, in somebody's auric field. You can pick up if somebody's fed up. They just don't want to do it anymore. It's time they left the spiritual world and they go and do something else that they're passionate about. So I've had readings like that as well. Mm -hmm. uh, so it, it just depends. I think we all, even me, you know, this far down the line, I still wonder what else am I here to do? What is it? Tell me, tell me, <laughs> calling out to the universe, aren't we? Tell me, what am I here for? And actually all the answers, as we all know, are in the stillness. And that's what we all really need to return to is just sitting, not meditating, not trying to go on a nice guided journey down a flowery path in a lovely garden, but just sitting in the stillness of our soul so that we can still that conscious mind, feel our soul rise and just be present, sit in the power of our own soul. That's all we need to do because by doing that, we make space for our own intuition to bubble up and for us to become aware of things. Maybe not in that moment when we're sitting in the power, but later in the day, we've got, we've made a space, we've made a little chink in the busyness for that inspiration to start to flow in. You do that regularly sitting in the power, you'll never need to go to another medium again or psychic. You, you get your own answers. I think you're absolutely right. There's that frustration of I'm putting out all this money and I just want somebody to tell me what the answer is when you have it deep inside you. So 
someone like you who does a reading for somebody sort of you use the word confirm or did you or validate validate what it is that you already know and then there's that click um with yeah I, I sort of already I already understood that before I came in and then it raises your vibrations because you're already like I, I already understand that that was sitting inside me so I'm enough the way that yeah. I am yeah that's right and sometimes we just think maybe people listening think I've given a bit of a woolly answer and I haven't answered them properly because we want concrete answers we're like no that's no good you've got to tell me how it is yes. uh, but we that's not how it works intuitively you need to make space for yourself to breathe there was a wonderful book I don't know if you've ever read it Beck, called The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron it's a beautiful book she's written a series of them and it's about getting in touch with that beautiful soul of the artist within us, the expressive soul. And in that book, she says, daydreaming and looking out the window is so important because it's only by doing the looking out that you can do the looking in. And I think that's one of the most powerful things I've ever heard on my journey, that it is okay to daydream. I often used to get whacked across the back of the shoulders. Oi, what are you doing? Pay attention, come back to us, stop going into a trance, what's wrong with you? But those times when you do, you just go into that beautiful silence and that beautiful peace. And yeah, you, your soul will speak to you. Do you have um, some examples of things that have happened or things that people have come back and told you when they are they do sit and listen and their soul speaks to them so that the audience can get some context? That's a really good question. <laughs> don't know uh i blindsided you with that one so no no nobody springs to mind but people have said things like oh now you've talked about me being a healer i've always felt like that but i've not ever had any training i never felt good enough i didn't think that was a thing for me mm -hmm. and therefore now you've said that it's like something's lit up inside and I'm going to go and explore this now. Or somebody might come and say, oh, trance mediumship. I know, I know I've mentioned trance mediumship a couple of times. I don't know. I'm obsessed with it. I love it. Um, but with trance <laughs> mediumship. Yeah, yeah. I do. Um, yeah, with trance mediumship, it's something that I want to study, but I don't know how. And just coming to you and it's affirming it to me. And you've just told me now my where I can go to do this and how I can do it for my budget and how I can move forward on my path. And those kind of things are really helpful. So there's that. But maybe to put it into context about listening to your own soul, I could maybe speak from my own experience of sitting in this beautiful power as often as I possibly can. Now, I don't sit I don't have, like probably most of your listeners, half an hour a day to sit in a chair, sitting in the power of my own soul, much as I'd love to. I don't have that kind of um, free time. But I will sit for 10 minutes. I will sit for five. And if I can't sit for five or 10 minutes, when I'm washing up the dishes, I'll just become aware of my own soul. When I'm walking out to water my plants in a greenhouse, I will turn my attention to my soul to just sit or stand with my watering can in the power of my own soul. Now, by doing that, it makes space. So when I go walking then, perhaps in the mornings, suddenly I'm like in the silence comes, oh, I know what I'm going to do next. I'm going to go and do this course or, oh, 
this book, that's the book I'm going to read. It just falls almost like a penny falls into an empty chink. And you're like, oh, perfect. That's my next idea. Thank you so much. But you have to make space for it because you have to still the mine. So, yeah. Um, And could you also, when you're saying, I mean, I know what you mean by making space for it, but maybe you could explain to our audience a little bit more about what you mean by that. You have to, well, there's two different things. To make space for it means I make a lot of space for my soul to speak to me every single day. I make space. Now, how do I do that? I'm aware that my mind, my analytical conscious mind is constantly talking to me, narrating the world back. She said that, you did that, my mother did this, my brother did that, in your mind, spinning around all the time, driving you insane, not coming up with anything particularly constructive, only just being really negative, mostly. (laughs) Um, Or it's busy thinking, oh, I've got to do this and make my list for that. Or, oh gosh, I've got to create this podcast or I've got to do this course. I've got to do this. Constantly the mind is going. So I make a lot of space for silence. I make a lot of space for turning that noise off, not by sitting in meditation, but by being very mindful about each moment. So every time the thought comes in, I acknowledge it because thoughts come in all the time. We can't stop them. It's never going to happen that we stop them. But they can come in if I'm watering my garden and I just let them drift off again and I focus on the water dripping over the plants. Or I might be washing up the dishes, like I say, it's another good example. And the thought, all the thoughts will start crowding in and I'll just focus on wiping my washing up brush around the plate. and putting the thought to one side of my mind. So I'm constantly aware of putting my thoughts to one side. And that's really useful as a psychic and a medium because you don't want your analytical mind, your conscious mind in the way at any point. So it's actually really good discipline. So I make space for the inspiration to come in. It's almost like you're making an empty, a silence in your conscious mind where spirit can speak to you, your spirit team, Spirit guides, God can speak to you and inspire you. So there's that. Of course, sitting in the power is different. Sitting in the power is just about sitting in the power of your own soul, sitting in the stillness and becoming so aware of the expansion and magnificence of your own soul self. That's really important because by sitting in that power, staying in that power, that's how we communicate to the spirit world. That's how we become aware of other spirit beings around us. We're aware of the change of energy. So we're aware of our own energy first, and then we're aware of the energy in the spirit world. When they come close, there's a subtle change, very, very subtle. But the more you do it, the more you understand it. Here it comes. It's quickening. It's happening now. Okay, we're off. So, yeah, it's. but it all starts with a stillness. That's the thing. And it also takes some practice for how to put yourself into that space. It takes practice and it takes discipline and it takes faith. And you can't have faith, in my experience, until you've tried it, chewed it up, decided it's rubbish, thrown it out with a bathwater, and then it comes back again. Something happens. You deliver some piece of evidence to somebody that is just so extraordinary that you 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 take it back up again and you're like, no, 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 there's something in this. You have to try everything. I don't think you should take anybody's word for anything at all. Try it for yourself. But once you know, 
once you know, it's it's without a shadow of a doubt. There's the spirit world. We're in we're in this constant communication with other realms. It's just fantastic and fascinating and beautiful. Thank you for describing it that way, because I think a lot of people hear things like to create space for it, you have to sit in the power, but nobody really explains what that is. So I um, I love the fact that you defined that and yeah. made it something real. Yeah. Um, and I also like the fact that you're saying it doesn't have to be, I have to sit down for a half an hour and meditate because I think a lot of our listeners say, I don't have a half an hour. I have kids. I have, you know, I have a job and you don't have to do that. You just have to create five minutes for yourself while you're washing dishes. I love that analogy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Thank you. For, I'm totally off topic, but you know, I find this fascinating, but it's really so, not off topic, right? Because so it sounds like what you're saying is your audience is sort of anybody who wants to be more aware of their spirituality, their soul, getting connected to their soul. Yep, that's absolutely right. Yes. Or anybody with a curiosity about what this is. Some people don't want to necessarily go down the path of doing it for themselves, but they've got an interest in it. So then the second question is, what is the problem that you solve for them? I think I feel like you've already answered that as well. They just need to, they want to understand. They want clarity. Yeah. So the problem I solve is education. It's helping people understand what is psychic what is mediumship how do we use these faculties and it's about the science of spirituality as well it has to be based in science so uh yeah all kinds of different guests that i have on educate my listeners through their expertise and that's the the thing it's not Madam Zaza from the seaside in her, you know, tarot tent. It's not those kind. It's not that kind of. A, yeah, and there's there's a place for those people, and it's great, you know. And there's a place for readings like that. They're fun. They're great. Why not? But my podcast is something other. It's more educational, and I interview world experts. Yeah. And specifically with the spiritual assessments, you kind of mentioned everybody's path looks different and uh, differently. And I feel like my listeners also need to hear that because I feel like they hear other people's stories and say, well, I haven't been seeing ghosts in my bedroom since I was three. And so maybe that's not who I meant to be. And you kind of show them it it can look, doesn't have to look like that. No. And indeed I often used to wonder myself. I mean, I started seeing spirit people when I was mm, maybe 15 but I always thought, oh, unless I've seen them since I was a baby in a cart, then I'm not a true medium or whatever. And then I've met people, I haven't seen spirit people, so they're in their 40s. My spirit, I saw one or two when I was a child, but it didn't really kick off for me until I was in my mid-30s. That's when my mediumship kicked off big time. So we we have to live a life first, I feel. We come here to have a human existence for our soul to learn things. And I think it's really just as relevant. There's no difference between being born with a gift, as they say, or developing that gift at the age of 50, 60, 70. It doesn't matter. Not immaterial. Good. There's hope for all of us then. Of course. Yeah, of course. It's just about coming, coming to an understanding of who you truly are. Yeah. That can happen at any age. 
Thank you for clarifying that, because I think that is a problem that a lot of our listeners are, are facing is, you know, I'm not good enough, or I'm not special enough, or it, it didn't happen to me when I was younger, like so-and-so, and they're always comparing themselves to other people. Yeah, um, fatal. Don't do that, people. Don't do that. <laughs> You're unique and, and beautiful as you are. And your assessments really allow people to understand what they're, it's really personalized to them. Well, of course. Yes, absolutely. Yes, very much so. So what do you think some of the common mistakes that people make when they're trying to solve that or come into their own that you help them to solve or understand? When you say mistakes, what do you mean? What are some things that um, we kind of talked a little bit about the mistaken beliefs, I think, or some of them, I'm not enough, or I need to look like the other person. So comparing themselves is maybe an, an example of a common mistake that I'm sure you see a lot. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Thank you for clarifying that. Yeah. That's definitely uh, one, uh, comparing yourself to other people. But everybody's soul is so unique and so different. It's, it's impossible to compare yourself to somebody else. It's, it's, it's almost crazy, really. And I think some of the things, the difficulties that I've come across that people have had, myself included, have been... I think the biggest one is, am I making this up? How did I know that? How did that, how can I just say to this person randomly in a breakout room in one of your workshops that, you know, their husband's just left them and the house is burnt down last Thursday and, you know, you've got just won the lottery. How did I know all those things? And it's people think they're making it up or that there's some things strange about it. So sometimes people get frightened by it because they don't understand that it's your intuition and it's psychic and everybody's got it and it's a fantastic thing. And it's it's the training that people need to understand to just literally move your conscious mind out of the way. And all of it starts with the imagination. That's the thing. We use the power of imagination with our psychic initially and our mediumship. You just say the first thing that comes into your head and you imagine in your mind. And then from there, it starts to grow and morph. So, so the power of the imagination is really important. It's a, almost a foundation stone for the work that we do. As you develop, you'll understand it's not your imagination at all. This is truly coming from your psychic mind. This is truly coming from a spirit communicator. So trust and faith. Yeah. And as I said earlier, you can only get trust and faith from testing and retesting and testing again. So the next practice, practice is what I just heard. So the next two questions are sort of about some free resources and to help people to understand what they're feeling and thinking and, and perceiving. And so do you have a free resource? You kind of alluded to a few of them, the website that you alluded to. There's some free resources. Yeah, I've got a little blog. There's not many pieces on my blog, I'm afraid. There's only about six, I think. But each one of those is a little piece of uh, information on there. Um, have a look at that. But um, I've got a, f- a free meditation on my website. If you sign up to my mailing list, you get a beautiful meditation, which is good for quietening the psychic mind, uh, quietening the conscious mind. And I've got um, a free breakfast, free psychic breakfast you can sign up to. But in terms of free resources, really, it's my podcast. That's that's the freebie. That's the big freebie. That's where everything is 
freely accessible on all podcast platforms. You can go directly to my website and listen to it there if you want. Um, Google, it's shortly going to be on YouTube. I'm moving over to video with the podcast as well. So you'll be able to watch me interacting with my guests, etc. I am on Instagram as well and Twitter and the new one, Threads. Are you on Threads yet, Beck? I heard that. I have to check that out. But uh, as soon as I heard that, I became a little overwhelmed. Like, oh, dear God, not another one. Another one. <laughs> yep. You said psychic breakfast. What is psychic breakfast? Oh, it's just uh, something I put together, which is it's all organic vegan breakfasts. Oh, and you can have and there's an affirmation and a mantra to say each day, and a lovely recipe for a beautiful breakfast. So, get one of those. Yeah. Well, you can always uh, snag me with food. (laughs) (laughs) So, what is one question that I should have asked you that would be of value to our audience? You're asking me to ask it of me. Is there something that um, that a lot of people ask you that maybe I didn't ask you that you think that the answer would provide some value to the audience? Well, I don't know what your audience know or have or or know so far, but there's a, I think just the very going to basics, what is psychic? What is mediumship? What is the difference? Because there's a massive difference. Great question. Yes. When you work on a psychic level, you are using your intuition and your soul to feel into the auric field of your citus. And you're looking at their physical human life, any challenges that they've had, things that trouble them right now, dreams they have perhaps that are unfulfilled. Anything going on for them that's blocking them, that's upsetting them, that's hurting them, that they're celebrating, anything like that. And you're using your soul to guide and inspire them to move forward. That's a psychic reading. And you can have a psychic reading by using a psychic tool such as tarot cards or a crystal ball, anything. You could read absolutely anything psychically. That's what a psychic reading is. You're looking into the physical life of your recipient in front of you. Mediumship is feeling into your own soul, then becoming aware of the energy of the spirit world and becoming aware of the energy of a soul in the spirit world who used to live here once upon a time, known to the recipient in front of you. And so it's a communication from their soul to your soul, to the recipient. So it's from spirit, through spirit, through my spirit, to your spirit, from spirit, through spirit, to spirit. That's what mediumship is. And so you're the translator. You're like, you've seen people translating on the television, I'm sure, into different languages. That's what you're doing for the spirit world. And you're trying to be the best translator and the best voice for them that you possibly can be. So the key is you have to listen. You don't need to push upon them what you want them to say. You have to wait and hear what it is they want to communicate. What is it they want to say to their loved one? You have to wait, receive, and give. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you. That is actually an important distinction, psychic versus mediumship, because we do, some people, I think, use those interchangeably, and that's not correct. 
Yeah, that's right. So thank you for clarifying that. Lastly, since this is a podcast about personal liberation and using your intuition, can you tell me what is your definition and understanding of personal liberation? I think for me, personal liberation is about walk. I'm so happy now to walk my own path. And it's so freeing because I don't mind. I don't care any longer what anybody thinks. And I've had to fight those feelings in myself. You've got um, my, let's say, family. My parents were very strict. They have a set opinion. I didn't fall into that set opinion. Therefore, I was made to feel incorrect, shall we say, and my Mm -hmm. choices, not just in spirituality, but in many different ways. So there's that. Then there's friendships, people. I was an actor for a long time. Um, Yeah, I was a a theater actor, film actor, and a voice artist. I was worried because I had an acting website. I was really worried to be seen as a psychic and a medium because I thought people would think I was play acting or making it up. So initially, I found it really hard to uh, come out of the mediumship closet and declare who I was because there was this kind of mix up in my mind. And But now I'm just, I'm so free because I've moved, I, I closed down my acting website and I've now got my psychic mediumship, psychic and mediumship website up there. And that's the only website I have. But what I realized, Beck, is we are not just a psychic and a medium. I am also an actress, a writer, a film script, a script writer. I'm also an author of books. I'm all of these different things and more. And I can put all of those on my one website because that's who I am. I don't have to wear seven hats. I wear one hat and I am all of these things. And I think if once we give ourselves permission to express ourselves, however that comes and not be worried about what people might think, that's when the freedom comes. Now, granted, I'm 58. It helps being an older woman because you're not as self-conscious as your younger self is. However, I would I would urge anyone who's younger than 58 and listening to this to express yourself in this world and firmly walk your path and shout it loud from the rooftops that who you are, who you are can change. It doesn't have to be who you are forever. It's who you are this month walking down. This is who I am. Love me, accept me, don't love me. I don't mind if you love me or not. I love you. (laughs) I'm going this way. (laughs) So it's not having any expectation from anybody else. If somebody wants to join me on my path and walk alongside me for a little while, that's fantastic. I love companionship, but I'm still heading that way. If you want to peel off and go left because that's your path, you go ahead, but I'm going that way. And there's a great freedom in that. It's just wonderful. And it's very exciting as well. I can do whatever I want to do and nothing can stop me. It's marvelous. What a beautiful answer. I would love to join you on your path and on your next walk. Um, Let's walk (laughs) along a little way. (laughs) Well, thank you very much for taking the time to be a part of um, my day today and for having sharing your time with my audience. That I love that answer. That was beautiful. So that's an amazing place for us to stop today. Thank you so much for your time, Anne, and 
There'll be um, information in the show notes about how to connect with Anne to set up your own spiritual assessment and indulge in any of the other things that Anne has on her website for classes, etc., free meditations, other things. Um, please do visit Anne's website. I have enjoyed it thoroughly. And thank you for being my guest today, Anne. Thank you so much for having me back. It's been so beautiful talking to you. Thanks so much. And thank you, everybody who's listening. Bless you all. Thanks for tuning into this episode of Intuition Unleashed. We hope you found it informative and thought-provoking. But before you go, we have a little challenge for you. Most of us have sneaky little habits that hold us back and trip us up. So why not take this not at all uncomfortable quiz to find out what you do to derail yourself from achieving your goals and how you can call yourself on your own BS. Get to know your self-sabotage specialty and take the first step towards getting out of the way of your own success. Just visit becknelson.com forward slash quiz and take the quiz now. That's becknelson.com forward slash quiz. We can't wait to see your results. And as always, we'll be back next week with more Intuition Unleashed. Thanks for listening.